0: Coming to you live from Bellingham, Washington. Another episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm Possessions podcast. We're going to start with pouring some batch brew, as always. Yeah. I I will say, just a shout out. I bought another Hasami mug. And for those of you who have listened to the podcast uh, a handful of times, and are followers of it, uh, I love my Hasami mug. And the first one I had, it was like a classic... Um, it was just it was just like a really great mug with a handle on it, so for those of you watching on Spotify or YouTube uh you'll see but uh the classic mug had the handle on it and it was like the light the light brown color um and then recently we're in Vancouver and there was a shop called what is it old Faithful Old Faithful yeah, old Faithful? yeah so here it is uh this is the this is the classic light brown hasami Let's see there boom. So, for those Uh, of you watching. Different different sizes. Yeah, they're different sizes. like an eight ounce? But I think that this round part is is bigger. No. Oh, no. Oh, and they're stackable. They're stackable. Yeah, they have a little lip.
1: Oh, heck yeah. Dude, that's how we stack them at the shop.
0: That's excellent. Yeah. That's even more powerful. So, anyways, so we have like a light sand colored. Also, by the way, dude, I was driving the other day and saw a Ford Bronco in this color. It looked so good. Like that looked like a spectacular paint job. Anyways, um, this like sandy color, and then I picked up this, this uh, hasami mug, with no handle, no nothing, kind of like a darker brown.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's I've
0: I've been loving every sip out of this. This makes coffee taste better. I feel like with this just, one, um, <clears throat> this is what you should be drinking out of if you're wearing
1: all essentials. Uh, fear of God. Oh, one hundred percent. Oatmeal
0: um this is this would be jerry lorenzo's mug
1: probably it might be already i don't know i don't know jerry that well the only thing
0: i i what i'm also envisioning is uh seinfeld what's his name
1: (laughs) jerry uh uh no wait uh, why am i blanking i know oh shoot this is embarrassing i'm blanking on the podcast with uh seinfeld is it jerry but I just said Jerry Lorenzo, that's why I'm
0: like. Can't oh, be may- Jerry. wait, maybe I, maybe I said it because you said it. I don't know, but anyways, um, Kramer, Kramer? Yeah, I think so. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, not Kramer. Kramer. No, the one
1: with the big hair,
0: right? I don't think Kramer is his name. Anyways, right. you guys, oh gosh, I mean, I'm <laughs> we need a little bit of a fact check. Um, I I can envision him when his, in his kith drop. Oh yes, with that, this that mug, is, yeah. this that would be it's powerful. It's Jerry Seinfeld. You're Jerry Seinfeld. Right, you're okay, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. There's something to do with Jerry's. You Jerry's. Um, there's something about you guys <laughs> doing some big things. Um, but anyways, yeah, I can just imagine him drinking out of this mug and just absolutely incredible. So, anyways, the Hasami mugs are the best, mm-hmm. Serge. I. Th- what if we just. What if we just need to resell them? I mean, wholesale account,
1: maybe. Might not be a bad idea, actually.
0: I just love them so wait, much. Hold on. Are you talking about this guy? Yeah. That's Kramer. But I guess it... Wait, wait. wait let me see. No, this is Kramer. The- yeah, Kramer's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Kramer is yeah. hilarious. Not not Jerry Seinfeld. But yes, Kramer. I love... Uh, one of my favorite scenes is he comes in and he's like, don't smell, don't tell, scotch. <laughs> that was my favorite uh, of him. Um, no, I was talking about Jerry uh yeah. cause he was with kith he did that brand deal so. i think so yeah. yeah um but yeah i just i just love these mugs so much that i'm like they're so good i it, they're just incredible like w- truly works of art
1: but, yes jerry seinfeld for kith fall t- 2022 is that his real
0: name that's his real name
1: and his uh no way yeah name in the show i guess
0: wow yeah. they named the show ar- after him around yeah. him the show is called seinfeld yeah and that's his real yeah. name
1: yeah (laughs) that's insane it's like i think will smith in fresh prince of bel airs will smith no way right am i crazy like i i feel like man this is turning into a strange episode I' (laughs) gonna do one more fact check oh gosh
0: i hope i hope uh i don't know do you do we have any seinfeld fans maybe we have any uh the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fans, of drop it down in yeah, the comments. Yeah, Will Smith as Will Smith. Will Smith is Will Smith. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. I always was, I just watched something recently um, where the the name was the same name mm-hmm. in real life. And I was like, wow, incredible. Anyways. It's cooled down so much.
1: Let us sit for too long.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Just super weak. Just super weak, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, even though it's weak, it's not over or under, I would say. It's just weak. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know, maybe that does mean that it's under. Maybe not. No, you can definitely have weak and overextracted coffee. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You could. It's not bad, but it's not great. Yeah. This is a dark roast that we roasted up. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for the latte art throwdown. So we did a special latte art throwdown roast and some leftovers, right? Dude, knowing the curve on this, I'm
1: kind of surprised. Yeah, I know that's, that's <laughs> the only like, thing that's running through my I'm mind like, right now. Wow, this is I'm so like, weird. I'm like, maybe it's just God. that dark that I don't know what matters. I don't know.
0: I don't know. This is who cares like, about fixing the curve? I mean, I still want to fix the curve on this roast. Dude, that Dude. flick like that causes lots of body. <laughs> <laughs> it's still weak.
1: I mean, okay, let's say you go to, like, I mean, we don't have living grandparents anymore that we know of. Um, but let's say you go to your grandparents' house, and uh, they brew up this batch. Are you happy?
0: I'd vibe. I think so.
1: I mean, if you served in a hasami mug,
0: or they served in a hasami mug. Are you I you mean, kidding me? A grandpa that comes out with a <laughs> hasami mug in his card- green cardigan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I can't complain, even though I probably would not want to drink this every day. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I, d- I definitely would not. How much better can it taste, right? Uh, well, th- well, I'll that's what that's what I'm wondering. What does no? That's actually no. That's I actually, that's actually, don't know. No, you yeah. <laughs> so like stumped me, but then I was like, oh no, no. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Is like how much? What if there's like a whole world of like decent stuff that you can get just if you could roast it better. Just nobody, not that nobody has tried. It's just, yeah, it's I just a, don't drink challenge. dark roast. Yeah. And that's the problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't talk about it. Like I can't give you an opinion on what does a dark roast taste with a declining ROR and like no crashes, no flicks. And what does no a crash, dark no roast no yeah. taste with like whatever? Yeah. Just throw it in, turn on gas and you just 70% just let it Send rip. it to
0: color, yeah, yeah, to color, yeah. Very interesting. Dude, but, but toss me some French vanilla creamer. Oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Dude, and then
1: A, just a perfectly fine-glazed Krispy Kreme donut. I'm fine. Dude, I'm happy, happy, happy.
0: Only on a road trip. And you can't put that in a hasami mug. It has, to be, <laughs> it has to be like a diner mug. No, a styrofoam mug? No, styrofoam is really no, bad no. for the environment. <laughs> that's really bad.
1: <laughs> Unless you yeah. have one designated styrofoam mug that you literally just use
0: for those occasions. Or you, or you, on your way out, you stop by Cash and Carry and you <laughs> snag a sleeve of those cups, to-go <laughs> yeah. cups, and you take them on the road trip. <laughs> Gee, that's not a bad idea. You're the I designated... Really... Uh, no,
1: my, my friend Steve McVeigh <laughs> has a coffee cup like a real coffee cup that looks like a solo cup.
0: (laughs) It's like ceramic or something. He's like sipping coffee in the morning, sipping coffee or Irish, uh, or Irish Irish coffee coffee. (laughs) (laughs) during his life.
1: You're like, brother, I don't know what you're drinking.
0: (laughs) I don't want to know. It's only 830. (laughs) Ignorance is bliss. Yes. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, that being said, brewing coffee at home can be a whirlwind. And uh, I don't even know. We, we were going to start this podcast somewhere. Now I'm just, my mind's in a different <laughs> place. No, I think, I think, oh, uh, Nate oh, yeah, Rapper. Yeah, yeah, big Nathaniel. shout out. Big shout out to uh, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Rapper. Nathaniel's legendary. Um, just did, just just did, uh, I was a latte art judge with him. Oh, yeah, um, nice. It was fun. I it was, was a good was time.
1: Good time. Um, we, we were chatting the other day. We are talking about um, recipes, like brewing recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got into a conversation around uh, complex recipes and very simple recipes. And its a, I think it's a very interesting conversation we're talking about because there's so much that uh, we can discuss when it comes to what does complexity in a brew recipe yield in flavor mm-hmm. versus what does the enjoyment of just having – the simplicity of pouring some water and letting it do its thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's pros and cons to both. So I think uh, just to start everything off, I would always say keep it simple. Wouldn't you agree? Like yeah. if you're if you're beginning, especially if you just bought your first pour-over set, maybe, or you've even had a pour-over set like for a while, yeah. but you may not have all of the tools, you have the key elements of brewing a pour-over. Keep it simple.
0: For sure. I to be honest that that just throws me back to when I got my first V60 dripper ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was grinding with a Hario hand grinder right. and I was just trying to figure out how do I how do I make pour overs because I, I I knew that I knew that these coffees were really better i've seen it done at cafes at like small little coffee bars i was intrigued by it but when i went on youtube i will say it was the most discouraging and unhelpful experience ever and this was like maybe 10 years ago now no mm-hmm. um, no maybe eight nine Ten, eight nine years ago. And it was very unhelpful because there was so many recipes and all of them doing all kinds of different things and all of them claiming that they were delivering the most optimal flavor. Mm-hmm. But then they were doing very different things. And you're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And I wish somebody just started a video and said, hey, there's plenty of recipes out there. And they might all be tasty. This is how I do it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And this is why. Yeah. And if somebody could have just even told me that, because I felt like you, if you don't do it you know X or Y, you'll get it wrong. And for a beginner, that's very intimidating mm-hmm. because you don't want to get it wrong. You don't yeah. want to be a noob. But totally. you are
1: <laughs> Yeah. That
0: also reminds me
1: of, I remember Trip Kimball, my mentor in Florida, yeah. So I filmed a little uh, book trailer for him a yeah, yeah. long time ago. It was fun. And in that trailer, he brews a Chemex. And I think that's when I think of simplicity, I kind of get a flashback of that. It was just simply a Chemex on a stove he, right between the two burners because that's like yeah. the space that was there and there was like this dramatic lighting. And he just takes a regular old kettle to boil, blooms it, doesn't swirl, doesn't do anything – and then just fills it up until you know the cone is full, or he sees the level. Obviously, we know that that won't you know yield the highest extraction yield percentage. Yes. Like it won't. We get that. But there's some beauty in that simplicity, and there's also like a benefit to like you invest X amount and you yield X amount of or Y amount of like tasty stuff. Right. Um, there is a give and take in that, but the beauty of simplicity also has
0: a reward of a tasty sure. cup. Your ROI, on yeah. that, Your return on investment, that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I will say, um, Serge, I'm impressed. If you if that's if that's where you shot it right under that light, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you knew super cinematic, <laughs> <laughs> as, 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 as cinematic as it gets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I agree. Um, I think, I think not only that, but I think it's like the whole diminishing returns thing. Yeah. Like. Cool. If you buy a grinder at six hundred dollars, or you buy a grinder at twelve hundred, your your return difference it might be incremental. Mm-hmm. You may or may not be able to taste it. Like I am always the kind of person nowadays. I'm like just put, just do a blind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's it, and let that let that dictate. Because I think most of the time we're we're overcomplicating these things because we want to get the utmost best, which there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But then there's very marginal gains to it, like mm-hmm. very slim. And so sometimes I'm like, like especially with all these new brewers coming out, I'm like, people are still using the V60 on the World Brewers Cup Championship. And yep. there's a reason probably. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's been around for yeah. so long. Um, and so... The point is not to discourage innovation or growth or pursuit of the utmost best and if you've been a listener of this podcast we are always constantly in pursuit of that a yeah. better experience a better results better something but there's we also just can't forget the basics because I yeah. think the basics matter they're foundational they're yeah. they're strong they're um they're good yeah and I think if you're not strong on the basics like if you
1: haven't um, dialed in yourself in basics of like what it means to brew coffee Yeah. and you're like trying to step ahead or catch up with the crowd and the crowd is like, you know, talking about water composition. Like yeah. I would say like, okay, slow down, figure out the basics. Like yeah. I'm, I, I love teaching and talking about stuff like, You know, brew height or uh, flow rate height. Like, Mm -hmm. how far from the slurry should you be pouring? How fast should you be pouring? And I think those things are important. Like, that's for sure. sure. I'm not diminishing those things, and I think you should pursue that kind of level of quality. Of course, do it. But I, they shouldn't be at an expense or at a cost of forgetting the basics Mm -hmm. or not realizing like what actually is simple and what makes a tasty cup of
0: coffee i heard somebody on on instagram or something uh talk a lot about that um man i don't forget i I forget who who said that but it was somebody like somebody that was like pretty well known mm-hmm. um that just or maybe it was a meme like like <laughs> yeah, a well, well a, known a meme. well known <laughs> 50% or yeah. um but it was like a, it was like it was something that i read or saw that was like you know you're focusing on you know this water composition but then mm-hmm. you're you're like neglecting the most basic um rules of brewing yeah and it's like well you know okay sure yeah. but i will say you had a very interesting story that just happened recently yeah which piqued my interest you should share that because i think some people might get some some good value and there's stuff that i i'm still thinking about as well
1: yeah i had uh, this gentleman come into the cafe and Very uh, late into the day, we're already closing up. It was literally, I want to say, minutes before close. And he comes in and he looks at the coffee bags. And I start helping him with purchasing a bag. And my automatic assumption, I made a judgment call and assumed that this person is just trying to grab a bag of coffee that's very easy and quick to brew. So I recommended them towards the... I don't know. Towards one of the coffees that I consider is easier to brew, or you know, I don't know. That's hard. That's hard to. It's hard to assume and guess. But needless to say, there's a lot of assumptions. So when I recommend that, the person looks at me and uh, gives me some feedback to where I realize, oh, this person is actually looking for something different. I was wrong in my assumption, yeah. and they were looking for a, a fairly like light roasted coffee. I recommended something else and then I that piqued my interest, so I asked like, What are you brewing on at home? Because he let me know that he was brewing on an espresso machine, but you know, Mm -hmm. again I assumed maybe it's just a Mr. Coffee espresso machine. Yeah. You know, whatever. And he was like, Oh, I actually brew on a lever uh la what's a Pavlino, la Pul. you know, those the Italian espresso machine. Uh, and we started chatting cause I really love the aesthetic of that machine. I've never used one, but yeah. I love how they look. And as we're chatting, I'm starting to pick up on elements that I'm like, he seems to know what he's talking about, but he's not using the same jargon or language that I'm used to hearing from home baristas. Yeah. Yeah. So we keep chatting and, um, he actually ended up buying a cappuccino yeah. and literally on the spot drank it there like within minutes Um, And made these comments about like processing again without using all this like coffee talk and basically like explained everything about that coffee and had no idea how the coffee was processed. Yeah. So it it was very interesting. And then um, finally, he takes out this video and he shows me about uh, how he's pulling a shot. Mm -hmm. There's no scales, no timers, no nothing. But as I watch him do it, I'm like, he's actually like pre infusing. And then giving more pressure and then gradually releasing the pressure at the end. It's like what I see so many home baristas talk about, you know, the classic of, you know, how you want to eliminate bitterness in the shot yeah. and stuff like that. And I asked him, I was like, hey, like, are you, how long are you pre-infusing? He had no idea what I was talking about. He's like, what's pre-infusion?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like, well, you let a little bit of pressure in with a little bit of water. He's like, oh yeah, I do that, and I watch the screen fill up with coffee, and when it fills up with coffee, I start actually adding more pressure. I was like, dude, like, how does he know that? Like, just general classic home coffee person that's brewing
0: coffee in the morning. Yeah, I think that I think what what fascinates me about that story is somebody who. You know, maybe didn't didn't see something somewhere online, or maybe maybe he did. I don't yeah, know. Minimally, um, but somebody who's not in like, I guess who's not like in it in it, but also somebody through experimentation, through practice, through just noticing and drinking, just learned their way from maybe from his first home experience mm-hmm. to where he is right now, and even more so. Um I think I think that's the that's a very natural and beautiful progression. And so with this podcast, we're not saying that hey, you need to just do the simple things and don't yeah, innovate. Don't Once care. again, yeah. the point is more that hey, let's not forget about the basics and that actually a lot of times the basics can get you 90% of the way there. Yeah. What all those times of of you know of of studying, researching, following all these crazy recipes, they're gonna get you maybe from like a ninety percent to a ninety four mm-hmm. or a ninety six. It's very incremental. And so it's balancing the two is knowing that there's beauty and actually the simple things most of the time will get you most of the way. But please, may that lead you, mm-hmm. hopefully. That'll lead you and encourage you to push through that last yeah. percentage.
1: Yeah, it, re- it reminds me of that one video I shot again at uh, uh, in Atlanta. That video, and mm-hmm. I made you know a common basic mistake shooting in twenty-four frames at a hundred shutter speed. Yeah, you know, and it's like when no matter how good your shots were, no matter how artistic I took did my shots, how smooth they were. Yeah, I made a common mistake. And yeah. I made a mistake that, when you're watching, you know it's a mistake. Yeah, you yeah. know you can you did a very well a good job in helping me fix some things in that yeah. video, but at the end of the day, it was a mistake. Is a mistake. Like, yeah. and if I would have actually had that part dialed and maybe not got as a cinematic shot, it probably would have got me farther than just a cinematic shot with wrong settings.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think. I I will say also is like, the home barista kind of niche crowd, over you know the past years that have has arisen the all the Reddit threads, the barista forum threads, the Discord channels, the YouTube channels, the Facebook groups, all of that is actually I think really also really beneficial mm-hmm. because, um, it's actually given way in space, for people who want to grow and learn for there to be resources helpful resources that they can go and study and look into like that's powerful like if you do go back 10 years you might not have had all those resources like that's crazy we live in a beautiful time where there's lots of information that you can use to grow and um get those results or even just to nerd out and just to geek out out. and that's fine that's like there's beauty and craftsmanship and passion and i mean we're a big part of that as well like just nerding out about for us that's a lot of is less brewing but more like roasting yeah and nerding about green quality and roasting specifics and curves and um all, all that stuff so yeah i mean in the same
1: context like nate and i love talking about you know different green coffees that Either we're buying or Valentin's buying. Yeah, you know, and yeah. how great they are, and how like under, like underrated some coffees are, and have like overrated other co- like we love that area of the conversation. So yeah. you, definitely not saying shy away from all the complexities and the niche mm-hmm. things. No, no, no. Just don't forget the basics. I think also within all these complexities that we're bringing up, we definitely gonna uh, we have to realized that home baristas have paved a way in certain areas. I remember talking to someone, don't remember exactly who it was, but we were talking about timing shots and how that phenomenon started and who realized that. And mm-hmm. someone uh, made a comment that, Oh, it was this, this famous person started it. Mm-hmm. And another person's like, well, actually, and they had the receipts. Uh, they were like, no, it was a home barista. <laughs> yeah they actually came up with this idea and then they passed it on and it got into competition and i think there's room for home baristas to experiment without uh much risk or loss i guess the biggest risk there is if you mess up a coffee you don't have to drink it um it's way different yeah. than if you mess up a coffee for a guest they don't enjoy it and they don't come back and you just hurt the business yeah. but if you mess up a coffee for yourself you just lost your dose of coffee and your time but you can always remake it like
0: no one got hurt i think that's a very important thing to to highlight here because i think when you do it because you just love the craft and you're passionate about brewing coffee getting the utmost best extraction with the best coffee with Mm -hmm. the best way possible and you don't have to worry about running a business doing all these things hopefully you didn't buy like ten thousand dollars worth of gear on your credit card and you can't pay it off because you have to pay for all the other things don't do that but if that's not you and if you wisely invested into all this gear that you enjoy using then guess what at the end of the day you're right like you're not losing very much by brewing a bad cup of coffee but i will say there are some very interesting things that can come out of out of practicing, out of learning, out of, um, yeah, out of just experimenting, um, because it's not, it's not in the, within the pressures of, of, of a high stake of a high Mm -hmm. loss. Like, and I think the, the downside is oftentimes we, oftentimes growth gets stunted and suppressed. And innovation gets suppressed mm-hmm. because of those limitations of, you know, money or losses or you're afraid to do something yeah. different. I mean, we see this actually, I will say, we, we see this a lot with farmers and producers. Yeah. Where experimentation at their own cost is a very scary thing to do. Yeah. With different experiments. But it changes a little bit different when somebody can approach somebody and say, hey, can you experiment with this? I'll pay for the cost and the losses. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that just leaves room for a lot of really great things. Yeah. So I think that's super important
1: part of being a home barista is having that privilege and being able to do that. Um, Gosh, I I had another thought. Like I'm glad that you made that connection with producers. It's actually like a very genius and excellent connection Um, because So I think a lot of the times for like home baristas, the advantage is the freedom to be curious, to be adventurous, to explore. And sometimes if you're a barista in a cafe, you're also getting paid to do a certain job or a role. So you have to execute on that. And I'm not saying like, especially like for me, I know, like I work in a coffee shop and I would pride myself and pride the company that i work for narrative to be very like free to give baristas opportunities to even dial in and choose a coffee for the day like there is freedom in that i'm saying but it's a different type of freedom than a home barista right yeah so and if you're when i'm at home and when i have all of these devices to brew with and i have some coffee dude, I just go ham. I don't care. Like, am I going to drink this or not? Maybe, maybe I'll take a couple of sips and then it sparks another idea. Like, Oh, I should try this. How will that affect extraction? So there always, there's this curiosity that there's a fire behind it. There's this, um, adventurous spirit behind it that allows you to come up with new ideas and maybe discover ideas that no one's ever tried. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, one of those, like we're, I mean, this is a question for you. Like, where do you rate Jonathan Gagné as a home barista? Or is he a home barista?
0: No, he's, or a, he's, a home, he's on another we'll level. We'll call him right? home physicist. Yeah, home <laughs> physicist.
1: Um, but I think people like that that are super smart, educated, maybe have a background in something else other mm-hmm. than coffee, but they're intrigued by coffee and they have room to explore
0: because they're at home. Yeah, yeah. So yeah i think there's i think there's a lot of gold to the home barista um community so shout out to all you home baristas out there that are mm-hmm. listening to the pod thank you so much for listening and um we, we love it um i mean it's, it's a huge blessing and a huge opportunity in the coffee industry so um i don't know final thoughts uh dude keep brewing keep brewing folks keep Brewing. <laughs> Yes. All Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Coffee, Rooster, Warm Sessions podcast. Remember, hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, hit that follow, subscribe button. I don't even know what the names – what do they have? Follow, subscribe? Follow, yeah, subscribe. I right. know. Follow, that subscribe. Check mark. The plus yes.
1: mark, top right hand corner.
0: Yes. And, and leave some reviews also. Um, we really appreciate that, and that helps the podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for listening. And remember, one last thing. Reflect what's good.